0: Welcome to Conversations with Alan Wolper, a half hour featuring unique personalities whose ideas are on the cutting edge. Alan Wolper is an award-winning journalist and a professor at Rutgers Newark. And now, Conversations with Alan Wolper.
1: Jimmy Parker and his wife, Mary Beth Dooley, were advertising and film producers who used their experience in that world to create Red Hat on the River, a restaurant on the Hudson River that makes you feel like you're on location. The New York Times calls Red Hat a honey of a place. Its food, views, ambiance, and Wednesday night music with jazz legend Bill Crow draw foodies from politics, entertainment, and media. It's where Bill and Hillary Clinton have celebrated their birthdays. Jimmy, Mary Beth, uh, welcome to our Talk Bistro. Let's start with that, those birthday parties. That must have been really a blast. Jimmy, Mary Beth.
0: Uh, Alan, thanks for having us. You're welcome. Um, yeah, uh, well, the first time they came, we came uh, Hillary came. It was her birthday, and um, uh, Chelsea was with her. Uh, and Bill and her um,
2: Chelsea's then fiance, then
0: fiance, right? And they had a wonderful time. It was an October night, and they and they really were terrific. And we were we were all buzzed about it. And um, uh, the night went well. Uh, Bill did come up to me at one point, and or sorry. The president came up to me at one point and <laughs> yeah, said... be careful about that. We don't want to... You, s- no, but you know... Secret and, Service will get to you. About exactly. That. Anyway, uh, he said, I love the playlist here, and um, I have some uh, recordings you may be interested in. And um, I told him that uh, I appreciated his uh, his good wishes about our playlist. And then uh, they left, and everything was great. We took some pictures. We were all, you know, we, we were just in a, in a buzz about it for for the next week, 10 days later in the mail came several CDs and a beautiful handwritten note from him. And so that remains on our wall. And we've always been, um, very appreciative of that. Then a year later, he comes for his birthday and Hillary's there. She's now the secretary of state. And, um, we had that was a really really good night because it, it they, everybody was out on the patio. It was a beautiful, August
2: nineteenth. Yeah,
0: it was a beautiful summer night, and I could go on and on about that night and, and how. Uh, just how how um, electric the restaurant felt because they were there.
1: And the Secret Service is with them, right? Oh,
0: the Secret Service. I, oh, we wined and dined them, and we put them at a table that was you know, you know, know, in, in good proximity to where they felt they had to be. And, and they else. were packing, so you didn't have to worry about
1: any <laughs> hold that night, right?
2: No,
0: exactly, exactly.
2: Well, the, I said, actually, one of the great things, I was chatting with the Secret Service guys, and I said, what's so great about you guys is that you're so normal and so down to earth and at the same time so deadly. <laughs> you know, it was like yeah. and they laughed, but it was it was true. Did they, did they
1: look
0: deadly? No, no they looked no. like
2: you know, they looked like your brother's son They looked
0: like accountants, I mean, actually. And they had suits on. You know what was, No
2: mirrored glasses. You know what was crazy right.
0: about that night? When they arrived, here's the thing that just knocked us out. Uh, Hillary comes walking, and Bill was following behind, and, um, and and Mary Beth was standing at the front patio host stand, and she goes, she, from afar, she goes, Mary
2: Beth, how are you? <laughs> I, Hillary and, says to yeah, me, and, and I'm thinking,
0: these, wow. These are the sharpest folks on the planet, and the most I mean, it was, you feel like you've just known them your whole, well, we all they're have known them our good. whole life. But they're they are really, good. really. The really, good and the bad times. They, they are, they're terrific. And there was nothing more fun than having them at a restaurant. Uh, I'll just tell and you. And they what,
2: love people. They and so they don't people. mind that people come over and oh, say, no. I'd love to just say hello and shake your hand and thank you for your service. And, and that, and that, and that went that. on
0: all night. The funniest part of what they eat? You remember? Well, he, it he was ate a well that I don't remember what Bill ate that night because he had just. She's smiling, at you him. Know. He Why? he ate a salmon burger. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, well, because he... he
2: was he was watching his um, well, he red meat, meat, right? Anymore, he's yeah. now he's almost a vegan. I understand. I, I'm not sure, right. but mm. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: you have to really know those things. That's really important. People historically want to know what Bill and Hillary had that <laughs> <Right>. night.
0: <laughs> well, Mary you Beth know? will remember always better than I. Um, uh, The one funny, uh, there was a lot of fun things that happened that night, but uh, in having them there. But I remember uh, towards the end, Bill said, "I, it's time for me to go. I'm tired, and uh, this has been great." And I said, "Well, uh, can I just show you our rooftop lounge?" And I pointed up to the lounge because he was sitting on the patio, and he looked up there and he went, "You know, I've been looking at that all night, going like, what is that?" And uh, so he said, "Okay, um, let's take a walk up." So I'm walking up with the President of the United States up the stairs, and it's like that's a pretty heavy thing <laughs> for me, anyway. And so we get to the top of the stairs, and I, and I and I, that was the point when I went, "I'm not going to watch him anymore. I'm going to watch all the people sitting in the loft." And as I came up the stairs, all the people sitting on the in the loft, which is just below the roof. All just like sort of it, it, everything went in slow motion all of a sudden, and everybody stopped eating, and their eyes just opened. Like they, they, I'm sure that they couldn't figure out if it was real or not. And and that's what <laughs> those are the kind of things that make it so much fun. Anyway, we, we ended up on the roof for the for the next hour having a great Our chat. With us, yeah. where, and, where were you, Mary Beth? Mary, I was we were there. Sitting, yeah.
2: The funny thing was that very day, Hillary had spoken at the UN.
1: She was Secretary of State. Yes.
2: And um, they came for Bill's birthday, had a lovely dinner on the patio. She then had to go back to Washington. Bill escorts her back to uh, her car and has decided he's going to hang out for a while longer. And it was at that point he came back after escorting her back to her car. She was going back to Washington. They decided to go up to the roof. He was with a friend. Um and we sat up there, as Jim said, for about an hour. We talked a lot about haiti he 's very um into Haiti and his foundation supporter. has a lot to do with what yes. happened
1: at uh, Haiti when they had, when
2: yes. they had that giant
1: earthquake right
0: well, exactly. I, I believe they had their honeymoon there I think that's that was the first connection
2: i don 't know about that, but right. um but they he talked a lot about that, and one of the things that I was really taken with. Was that at some point you and I had said, "Look, if there's ever anything that we can do, you know, as a venue, to, you know, perhaps host something in support of raising funds for Haiti or whatever, we'd be very happy to do that." And um, so he was very appreciative of that. And but it was kind of in passing. And then you reprised that thought later on, and he looked and he goes, "I got it." Like yep. he doesn't miss a thing. For
0: well, so those
1: look, of you who can't see radio, that was a f- thumb going up in the air. Right. Well, I just
0: mean- just to end this uh, Haiti thing, um, the, this the second in charge uh, in Haiti from the UN was our de- dear friend and customer, and he was killed in the uh, earthquake. Uh, and he had so been, we were connected. Yeah, we were very connected. To, and, 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 and still to this day, his whole family still comes to the restaurant on a regular basis. But And, and, and uh, the president knew him and, and Hillary as well. Yeah.
1: Why would I'm, – I'm reading this question here yes, so I remember what's happening before Bill. Why would two people with successful advertising lives go into a business – I'm quoting Mary Beth – with 98% of people go out of business in 18 months? Why? Why would you do that?
2: We what is wrong know, with you? We didn't know that statistic when we, when we started. Right.
0: <laughs> you know, being naive, I think, and having a passion, uh, those, th- that combination uh, sometimes just sort of keeps you uh, motivated. Uh, not that being naive is a motivating uh, situation, but, I mean, honestly, uh, had we known what we know today, I don't know that we ever would have done it. Very Beth but- that you couldn't
1: afford Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> That's very true yeah. When we were looking for was about
1: 1989, 1990 That's
2: correct, yeah. yes It was 1989 when we left the Upper West Side and In search of more space
0: Oh, well, that, we're talking about our living situation Yes, All but right, at the yeah.
2: time we, You now
0: live in the restaurant seven days a week, right? Right So right. what's the difference? Right. Right. But
2: right. we did look in Brooklyn And, we, and in the late 80s Well, just 80s, to be clear we, we, we
0: weren't looking in Brooklyn for a restaurant
2: No, no, no
1: Right I just. Yeah. You could talk to her if you want Oh, okay. No, you're, we were you're mar- li-
2: you're but married. But that's how we wound up in Irvington. All right, that's Because good. we couldn't afford to get a bigger space in Manhattan or even in Brooklyn in neighborhoods that we were interested in living in. And so I took Jimmy kicking and screaming because he is a New York City boy and he did not want to move to the suburbs, right?
0: This is true. Well, I this grew up true. in Manhattan. I was used to taking buses to school and... And it felt very comfortable to me. And um, I have to say, though, once we got to Irvington, it didn't take but a couple of months for me to be sold. And I never wanted to go back. I love visiting now, but I'm really happy we made that choice.
1: Jimmy Parker, Mary Beth Dooley. I want to tell everybody exactly who you are because we take a break here. You're listening to Conversations with Alan Wolper and WBGO 88.3 and WBGO.org. Our guests, in case you just tuned in, are Jimmy Parker and Mary Beth Dooley. The husband and wife team that created literally from scratch Red Hat on the River, a restaurant that sits in Irvington, uh, New York, Westchester County, right? Is that right? I got that right? Correct. correct. How do you get your food? You don't make it yourself. I remember you used to do that a long time ago, but not now.
0: Uh, You know, we use the same purveyors that most restaurants use. Uh, We do uh, do, um, try and select always... uh, you know the finest ingredients that might come from the Hudson Valley, certainly when the season is appropriate, um, but not unlike all good fine dining restaurants I, you know everyone 's trying really hard in the industry now to um to be selective and and um a good product is is, a, is and to
2: a, source locally when when, when, when we one can, can. Yeah, yeah yeah what does that mean to source locally um to try to uh, i mean it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but Um, to reduce the carbon footprint. In other words, you know, asparagus is a wonderful thing to eat. But if you're serving it in December or January and it's coming from China... I mean, that's not such a good thing because it's not really fresh and it doesn't taste that good. And what's the point in having it? And if you, you want to have... be serving root vegetables in the winter, because that's what's in season in the Northeast. So... And if you want
1: to go to a Chinese restaurant, just go there. They'll go to your house, exactly. right? Good, <laughs> exactly. right? Okay. Listen, I, I'm, I'm just curious about um, what, do people want, what do the people want to eat there? Uh, I mean, you're sort of a bistro, right? Okay, you're, a, uh, you're French. You're sort of American. The, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah,
0: it's 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 uh, it is everything. It's quite a mix. I mean, and, but uh, first, yeah. first
1: describe what it's like to eat where you are. I mean, people. I don't think people are going to have an idea looking at this. This isn't television, unfortunately. And you're looking at at the Hudson when the spring starts right Just all right so you're
0: sit you're you're sitting on the patio at this time of year now, and you know the sun is setting, and one uh, you know at, at any given table you're going to see a bowl of mussels uh you're going to see um our yeah uh, you know, always a, always the palm frites. um you're going to see a hamburger you're going to see a steak fruit and maybe somebody might even be having a frise salad and that and I've alluded actually to why we were in a, in the beginning. A bistro, but you know we have many many other dishes than that. But you know it's casual, yet it's also we pro- we provide the elegance, we provide the background, and uh, the food is uh, it's uh, it's straightforward and it's cl- very clean. What does that mean? Um, it's not overdone with heavy sauces. You're you're actually able to taste you know the, the protein and the product that we're that, that we're putting on the plate. Uh, it's
2: unadulterated. Yeah. In other words, if you have really good, um, if you have really good ingredients and really good products, you can showcase them for what they are with really very little adulteration. Is that the right word? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, I, you know, I can, no, oh, it sounds the, good. But the point it is, really, sounds that We started off being um, a bistro, the bistro that we went to when we were living on the Upper West Side, and when we moved to Westchester. Um, you had those a restaurant yeah, didn't exist you had
1: a restaurant for four years before you had what you have right now right?
2: Well yes but I mean we we didn't we moved to Irvington in the late 80s and um, we were both still working as film producers in advertising and um it wasn't until what was the first year that we opened?
0: Uh, well, actually, we're ten years old in June, so two thousand three is when we opened. So 2003. It was but sort we of moved up in eighty nine. We we lived here for you know twelve years, and then we open, and then and then we you know had this thing happen to us, which Mary Beth has always has more fun telling this story. But we opened this re- uh, our A original, thing happened to us. Well, I decided that it was it, it would be fun to do this, and so will you take over with this? Well, he
2: came home one day and said, you know, there's this little gin mill on Main Street that's available. What do you say we open a restaurant? And I said, wow, that sounds like fun. Yeah, let's do it. There's never any anywhere to eat for us. You know, there are n- none of our normal haunts that we had on the Upper West Side. And we're always kind of, you know, clamoring to try to figure out where to go to have a, a decent meal. Let's do it. And literally, it was with that kind of abandon that we entered into this business and we knew nothing about it.
1: Did you have to sell your clothes to get the money? Yeah, okay. pretty
0: much. Pretty much. <laughs>
2: well it wasn't that crazy. Well, I mean at the time it wasn't that crazy. Either. Well
0: Yeah. I mean if <clears throat>
2: it turned out to be crazy because yeah. we went into this place and it was a lovely place. Great bones, brick walls, everything about a bistro that you can imagine. Name your favorite bistro in Manhattan and it had the bones for that. And then it turned out that sounds like
1: the mafia owns it, you know.
2: No, but it, you know what I mean by good architectural bones, brick walls, and uh, tin ceiling, and um, wonderful old uh, ceramic tile floors. It was perfect. It was like, wow, this looks like a bistro. Already. But it was empty. Well, yes, <laughs> and we found out later on that the infrastructure wasn't so great, right, so, so we wound up kind of rebuilding somebody else's building. Which we, did. Wasn't we, great. we
0: did. We we did. We we mortgaged our house and we rebuilt somebody else's building but we but that's the naive part of it you know we we finally have learned that uh you know best to own the real estate if you're going to own a restaurant but we've never been in that position but you know what it's it's all fine because we're doing quite well right now you know so we had this little 50 seat bistro and then and then we you know we moved down the hill we you know we we um, we found this place on the river and uh you know we just relocated and we've been there now almost 6 years and uh, things are uh, they feel pretty good down there.
1: Hurricane Sandy, Superstorm Sandy, that wasn't so much fun.
0: That was definitely, um, uh, that put a little bit of a, a, a crimp in our style. Now, you have to know that even now, uh, we kind of feel like, did that really happen? Because we, we, let's put it this way. First of all, we were closed for two months. And um, we were hit pretty hard. But the thing is, is that we just took it on as a project to rebuild. It almost reminded me back of my old film days when, you know, I had to produce a big job. And it was just like, you know, you just, I don't know. You just, one
2: foot in front of the other yeah, and you just you get know, the job done. Yeah. And yeah, then- Mary
0: Beth told me that, that it had some problem. You, you
1: really decide you had sandbags and all these things in preparation for the thing, right? Because well, you had did. experience yeah. with Hurricane,
0: Hurricane Irene, Irene. Here before. yep yeah we we did but this 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 was uh, this was something obviously out of the ordinary because you saw everybody saw what happened to much everybody bigger impact than on on the east yeah. coast so yeah it, 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 uh, it just it, it pretty much put every business down where we are at the river there was there actually are twenty nine businesses down by Bridge street where we are in Irvington, and everyone was out of business, and everybody came back you know kind of slowly uh, over the two month period. I think the last person to come back just came back in February.
1: How'd you finance the, the reconstruction of this thing?
0: Um we uh we She's have smiling. A, we have a nice bank. And they 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 have um a lot of um they're pretty enthusiastic about who we are and our business. And so they've always been great support for us. Right now actually we're in the midst of uh, uh trying to secure an SBA loan. So we'll see what happens but a
2: disaster relief loan. There's no grants for this. No businesses. grants. Yeah, yeah. Small um, Business
1: Administration, we should exactly. say that. Yeah. Well,
2: they're the administrators for FEMA. So FEMA is? People don't know
1: these things. All right. The
2: Federal Emergency Management yeah. Association. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that, um, you know, are responsible for disaster relief in general. And but
1: President this- Obama says could do it was going to be easy. All the money was going to come to you guys. Didn't you, well, you, Didn't know you read what? the papers?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I hope the end of this story is really good because, the, you know, I, I mean— it's almost like I speak with the Small Business Administration. You know, right now it's like almost every other day. Uh, a month ago they've it was— They've been great, though. They, they have been great. They have been good. We haven't seen anything, but they've been good. It's They're a, overwhelmed. Right. It's yeah. a, it's a, look, I, I, we see a lot of folks that don't, can't even live in their homes. So we're, we're okay. You know, we, you know, business is open. People are coming, and we're sitting around drinking wine and having food. And you know what? If it, if it happens in the next couple of months, we'll be fine.
1: Our guests, in case you just tuned in, are Jimmy Parker and Mary Beth Dooley, the husband and wife team that created, literally from scratch, Red Hat on the River. But you're you're big on music, aren't you? And if we don't tell the people who are listening to this about Bill Crow on Wednesday nights, they're never going to ever forgive us.
0: A fellow who was actually an advertising guy came to me uh, 10 years ago when we first opened our little place and... Wanted me to meet a, a very well-known saxophone player, Carmen Leggio, because he said I, I, he thought the, that our place lent itself to uh, that kind of music, and the ambiance was perfect to have a little jazz trio in there. And he wasn't wrong. Uh, I met this, I met Carmen Leggio, and uh, they started playing six months after we had opened. And um, he brought with him Bill Crow and a piano player, um, Hiroshi Takashi. Uh, who's, and they've all been with us, you know, for the last 10 years. Bill, um, Carmen passed away a couple of years ago. But if it wasn't for Carmen, I never would have met Bill Crow. So it, it, it all just worked, uh, has worked really well. Um, Wednesday nights are very special. We get a lot of uh, uh, jazz uh, aficionados coming in. Occasionally, we get some really uh, important jazz greats coming in to to see Bill because Bill might have played on their album in in the late '50s. I mean, it's just crazy how uh, um, how that goes. And and Bill is uh, 85 years old, and he is as spry. In fact, he is um, he's more energetic than some of the 20 year olds that work. And some of our servers, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) yeah. Mm. I love you, servers If you're listening to this, yeah. yeah, I know you better. Say that, yeah, exactly.
1: Also, yeah, Bernie Williams stopped by from the time. The Bernie Center Williams, the other for the Yankees, which I've been telling you, happens to play a terrific guitar, mm. Mm. terrific yes. jazz yes, guitar. He does. Yeah, Bernie
0: does stop by occasionally. He always drives his motorcycle and comes. And he was just there the uh, last week. And nice guy, very nice guy. Was he playing
1: his guitar? No,
2: we haven't. He hasn't played his guitar at our restaurant yet. No, he hasn't. No. He's no. played it at a
1: WBGO. That's why I mentioned it. Ah. ah. Well, ah, maybe you know, it's time well, to... Well, maybe invite. you're
2: the connection. Right. Maybe you can hook us up.
1: You know, I haven't really watched him too much since he left the Yankees, but I... <laughs> yeah. but I, I and it's not just, not just the music, right? But though I'd like to know what people... Do people eat differently on Wednesday night? No, what we've... What
0: we've Tell what we've, how that works. What Was we it? decided to do when we did this... First of all, we were very reticent almost to be in people's faces with, with live music because of the way the, uh, the restaurant is laid out. So I wanted it to be... I want it to be this beautiful background to their dining experience as opposed to something that is a um a presentation piece where they have to all be yeah, quiet. Right. Yeah. and, and Which
1: which it's guess is to Mary Beth who designed this place. You've exactly. had some ideas, right?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. no question about it. Yes. Um, so
1: tell us about the design and the idea no, and then well, Jimmy can interrupt you or we can work on toward the okay. end of the show.
2: <laughs> well, I mean we 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 sort of knew what we wanted um, because we had been uh, entertaining clients for years in the bistros in Europe. And, um, you know, we frequented a lot of the places in Manhattan when we lived on the Upper West Side. And, and actually, I'll admit it, what we did when we decided to do this was we hired a location scout. I was about to
1: ask you about that.
2: <laughs> we hired um, a television commercial location scout and asked him to take photographs at our favorite Manhattan Bistros, um, on the pretense that we were considering doing a film at their restaurant. and um, You never did the film. No, we never did the film. But we had hundreds of photographs, which we then posted on uh, poster boards. And we were able to look at our favorite places and say what we liked best about each one and how those elements would work well within the context of what we were trying to create and and um and and really you know you think of Keith McNally and and um Jimmy Danny Meyer and and you know those people I mean they had been doing it really well for years probably Keith McNally his perspective on design was really more the impetus of what we were going for but um but the interesting thing that happened in the in the process was that We decided that the artwork on the wall should be an integral part of the design. And and we were interested in the social realism movement in the United States and uh, the WPA and, you know, everybody and their mother being paid by the government to paint. I mean, it was a great time, really. So we decided that if we had portraits on the wall, that, you know, at least the restaurant would never be empty. Because we and, didn't know if anyone would come.
1: And that's how the music is integrated in the restaurant. Exactly. It is true. It is
0: true.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like an underlying kind of thing. People are eating and they're listening at the same time. Are they talking? Yes, they oh, are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And they don't, the people don't mind? No, you know what? It, 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 it's it, it's, it's a, all
2: about moderating yeah, the tone. The, the
0: balance is fantastic. And, it, and, it's, and, it, and it, it causes a great spirit. You know, during the summer, we, all, we leave the windows open all summer and the air conditioning on. And so therefore, the people outside feel like they're inside and the people inside feel like they're outside. And the music just drifts out those windows and the people on the patio are enjoying it. And it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real blessing to have That's that. That's the yeah.
2: kind of stuff we learned in the film business. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really all about creating a sensory experience. It's, right. If you don't have good food... In the restaurant business, clearly you're not going to make it, but it is one of several elements that have to be, um, you know, present in order to be successful. Not the least of which is what you hear and what you see, and what you, you know, a, a well-told story to a customer will be something that will make them come back. They'll say, wow, you know, the owner came by and told me this great story about how they found that painting or how we sourced our food or something like that.
1: How long do people stay at this
2: uh, for this dinner?
1: It sounds to me like they're there all night and you're not having much of a turnover.
0: You know, for the ones that stay so long, there are others that have to go, and it's all a balance anyway. It's like everybody always goes, oh, how did you do last month? And, and it might have been a slow month or a busy month. Or, they go, or people come in and they go, oh, I know the weather's been terrible. Have people been coming down? You know what? At the end of every year, it's always the same. So maybe February wasn't like February last year or June wasn't like but it's, and weather it, it, it's all about the weather it's Oh, you're think,
1: watching the weather every night. Every yeah. night. Well, we
0: have to because we you know, we're outside, we're you know, and we live in a place um, that's uh, that has to be a destination. This is not just a, a main street location. So, yeah.
1: So, if people are looking at the weather, looking at the looking at their little phones and trying to figure out whether it's okay, you know, to you know head what? I, To head up to Red think- Hat on the Hudson <laughs>
0: and talk to uh, Jimmy <laughs> Beth. Jimmy, Jimmy Beth, Beth huh? oh, Jimmy I like Beth. that,
2: Jimmy Beth. Jimmy Beth, you know what? <laughs> I just came up with that. <laughs> That's very good, Alan.
0: Listen, people, people don't do that with their phones. They don't look at the weather. They they come to the they come to the restaurant and they'll stand outside and they'll point to a table thirty feet away from them and they'll say, "Is it cold over there?" And you know what? I don't know what to say to everybody. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get
1: in trouble yeah. if I don't say Mary Beth Dooley and Jimmy Parker. <laughs> exactly. It must be incredible to deal with people every single day. It is. How do you It do is. It? It is it, you know what? You we keep like, mentally, we
0: love yeah. being social. It it, it actually is fun. Uh, it is. It, it can be a, a, a tricky business, but you know what? Initially, going into it, we're social people. We like folks. So you know what? At the end of the day, it's only that one or two percent that throws you off every day, or maybe oh, every other every day. day. Yeah. yeah. And so it's fine. But it, it, you know, you have to, you have to really embrace this kind of world we live in, or else you should never even entertain the idea of going into it. Um, oh, you're gonna tell us a story, aren't you? Uh, what am I gonna say? Uh, well, come mean, on, how, you come mean on. how we fire customers? Yeah, that's a good one. Right. How you
1: fire customers? We do do that all right, occasionally. Yeah. What yeah. Do you well,
0: I right, look, um, who wants to get occasion- into trouble, Dooley or a Parker? <laughs>
1: mm. uh, 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 Why don't you do it together?
0: All right. So we had one experience, um, and, and there hasn't been that many, maybe three, four, five over the years, where we've actually asked people to, to, you know. We have time for one specific incident. Okay. We had some customers that were very rude to one of our staff members, made her cry, and I asked the folks to leave. And that's firing a customer. I have to give credit to one of my other customers, though, who has a very successful business in Westchester, who said, who told me about how he fired customers. And I stole that from him. So I have to give him credit for that. Why
1: did you fire this customer? We have about 20 seconds now. Oh, Hurry Jesus. up.
2: Well, you know just, why? I can say it. Yeah. You do the it. bottom line is that our staff works really hard. And if you have a problem... You can't lambast the staff. Come to a manager. Come to an owner. But the guys that can't protect themselves, it's just not fair.
1: And the staff watches you to see if you will protect them.
2: So we protected them that night. Yeah, always. And it was great.
1: Well, thanks. Jimmy Parker, Mary Beth Dooley, thank you for sharing your recipe for business and culinary success. That's won a lot of glowing reviews uh, for Red Hat on the River in Irvington, right? Yeah. Listen, we're not done. Yes, so, you want So if you, want, uh, to yes, get, if you want to
0: have us back, we're
1: you're, coming. No, you're done. You're done. <laughs> Thank
2: you, Alan. Thank you so much for having us.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. Joanna Wolper is a senior producer who cooked up this show, and Doug Doyle is a news director. Conrad Seguinetti is the engineer. You can listen to all of our conversations at WBGO.org slash Wolper or subscribe to us on iTunes. Until our next conversation with me, I'm Alan Wolper. Special thanks to Phantom Audio, a full-service production studio
0: in New York's Flatiron District, And support for Conversations with Alan Wolper has been provided by the Blanche and Irving Laurie Foundation.